Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, and I am really excited, you guys, because this episode we have a super duper special guest. And this is my first guest actually on the show. I can't believe it. It's been so long and I can't believe you guys are still listening to my ass. (laughs) You know, it was really important for me that I didn't turn this into an interview podcast. And I really wanted to be able to just answer your questions and make that kind of the focus point of the the podcast. But I knew that at some point I wanted to bring on guests because I'm not an expert. You know, I'm just speaking from my own experience. But there are experts out there who know about all these different things concerning cannabis because they specialize in it. And so I feel like I, I, it's my service and desire to bring these people to you guys so that you can not only hear me go on and on about all the beauty of cannabis, but other people who it's their thing. It's like it's what they do. I do it, too. But like they do it, do it. <laughs> you know, they have a one specialty area. So um, this week. I have a yummy, awesome, dope-ass special guest who's going to talk about cannabis and using it during your sexy time. Yeah. Cannabis and sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about lighting a joint, too. Let's talk about getting high and having sex and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Anyways. Before I really start fucking that song up and making up my own crazy shit, um, we're going to smoke some weed. You're going to smoke with me. Grab your joint, grab your vape, your pipe, your bong, your bubbler. I don't know, your rig, your dandelion, your rose petal, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're smoking out of and join me. I am about to smoke some wedding cake, which fun story about wedding cake. I got it because one of you guys told me to get it and it's amazing it's an indica and i think it might be one of my favorite indicas ever which is really saying a lot because i don't fuck with indicas like that but this one it doesn't make me feel too sleepy but it still relaxes my body i feel more mindful when i use it and not like a psycho crazy person because i feel like i'm still going through all that pregnancy hormonal shit and it's really fucking up my life and i don't know how to handle it and it sounds like i need therapy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, getting right down to the nitty gritty, your girl needs therapy. <laughs> I'm not about to bum y'all out with that kind of talk. Let's smoke this weed, okay? That's why I got this wedding cake right here. And I hope you have your wedding cake too or whatever you're smoking on and join me. Cheers. you guys (laughs) i love that string that's all i'm gonna say and thank you to the person who recommended that i try a wedding cake i do be reading y'all messages and y'all comments okay and somebody was like girl if you really want to get it on the bedroom you need some wedding cake and it's true (laughs) now i'm not gonna say that certain strains are like viagra for your genitals or whatever and it's gonna get you going but i will say that you know if you're in the right headspace and you're open and willing to receive that dick (laughs) or that pussy or whatever both whatever you're doing (laughs) and there are certain strains that may help you feel more into that feeling and really get you into your vibe so that you get dick down or Get that pussy put on you the way you want it put on you. <laughs> and that's what the, epi- the episode is about today, y'all. <laughs> that's what the episode is about today. And I can't wait to get into it. So I'm just going to shut the fuck up so we can get into it. <laughs> Here we go. So today on Blunt Blowing Mama podcast, we have an awesome, super duper dope guest. And she's basically like, the most badass chick ever and as far as like cannabis is concerned and cannabis and sex and 
If you don't follow her on Instagram, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> and if you haven't heard about her, then you're welcome. Thank me later. <laughs> um, we have Ashley, the canisexual. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, feel free to introduce yourself. Say hello to the people. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Ashley Manta, the Canisexual. Thank you so much for having me. I think that was like one of the nicest intros I've ever had on a podcast. That was great. (laughs) You know, I try. I try to do my best that I can. I feel like if I were being introduced, how would I want to be introduced? And that's how I that's how I approach introductions. So, yeah, I mean, I'm so happy that you could come on the episode and talk to me today on the podcast because I feel like well, the parenthood thing is like what I talk about because I'm a mom and I talk about that a lot on this podcast. Um, I mean, parents have sex. So <laughs> surprise. <laughs> I mean, cannabis is really one of those things that I use a lot to help me in the bedroom. And I feel like a lot of people either want to use cannabis in that way or they, they're not sure. So I felt like why not get someone on here who can really speak to that and really kind of give the best advice because I can say like, just smoke some uh, indica. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I don't think that's great advice. (laughs) So I guess tell the people, you know, who you are and I guess how did you start working in the cannabis industry and what exactly it is you do? Absolutely. So I am a sex and relationship coach, and I've been a sex educator for the last 12 years. I grew up in Pennsylvania, which up until recently was a prohibition state. And then I moved to California in 2013 and experienced medical cannabis for the first time. And it was such a game changer because in Pennsylvania, you had weed and no weed. Those were your <laughs> options. There was, there were not strains and cultivars. There were not edibles and dabs and vape pens. No, 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 no. There was a guy. Somebody knows a guy. <laughs> yes, and you put in an order. I used to use the code word salad for ordering, <laughs> <laughs> which was so stealthy. <laughs> I love so, it. It was a revelation for me to move to California and be able to walk into a dispensary and just see wall-to-wall cannabis products and be able to read the test results and know exactly what I was getting. Like that was such an incredible shift. And I started to find other products that I had never even considered, like topicals. Mm -hmm. Topicals Mm -hmm. were a game changer. (laughs) I am a sexual assault survivor. It's how I actually got into being a sexuality educator. I got my start doing sexual violence prevention education and victim advocacy. I worked as a victim advocate at the Philadelphia District Attorney's Office for a year until I burned the fuck out, (laughs) which happens. And part of my trauma healing journey has been reclaiming my narrative by sharing my story very openly, very publicly, and sharing the things that have been challenging for me. And one of those things was experiencing pain with penetration for my entire adult life until (laughs) I moved to California and tried this sex oil with THC in it from a company called Foria. It's called Foria Pleasure. I've heard of them. (laughs) They're fantastic. And I ran into one of their marketing folks at an event and we had a business meeting in Beverly Hills, which was very swanky and not something I had ever done before. I was just totally like intoxicated by the entire experience. (laughs) And she handed me a small bottle of oil and she said, I want you to take this home, put it on your pussy, wait 25 minutes and then masturbate. And I was like... (laughs) Yes. This is the best job ever. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. And I masturbated and I came really hard. And just to see, I tried using an insertable toy. I used Mm -hmm. a dildo Mm -hmm. and I didn't have pain with penetration. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is good. But I wanted to like double check. So I used it with a partner the next time. And because it's oil, you can't use latex with it. It Oil degrades latex. You have to use nitrile or polyurethane barriers if you are choosing to practice safer sex. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so had that taken care of. And the person that I chose to have this penetrative experience with is a very 
girthy individual. Um, oh, yeah. He, he's not my boyfriend. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you know him as B. And he's got a really nice, big, thick cock. And yes. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> and so, like, this was the perfect practice person oh, because, yeah. you know, if it was going to hurt, that was going to really hurt. And it oh, yeah. didn't. It felt incredible. And I was like, wait. Is this what sex can be like? Oh, oh yeah, girl. <laughs> I have been doing it wrong. <laughs> like a sex off, right? for that long. Yes, exactly. Like when I went to doctors, they were like, I don't know, use lidocaine, like shrug. Yeah. They had no idea what to tell me. Yeah. And so cannabis was such a really important part in my healing journey of not only taking care of the physical experiences that I was having with the pain, but empowering me to have control over my experience, mm -hmm. which felt really good. And so when that happened, when I had this kind of life-changing moment, I was like, okay, I don't know a single sexuality professional who is talking about sex and cannabis, like from a sex educator, informed, body positive, inclusive perspective. Right. And that seemed like a really good niche for me because I have no problem admitting publicly that I am a cannabis consumer. I don't have kids, so I don't have to worry about the repercussions that do exist for people who are parents that, mm -hmm. you know, could happen. And that's a scary thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm a white chick. I was like, fuck, I should use this privilege to <laughs> speak on it, to speak on it and to raise awareness about cannabis as a social justice issue, because mm -hmm. that's a real thing. Yeah. And so I was like, this seems like a good idea. And four years later, it has just exploded in <laughs> in ways I never anticipated. And I was on the cover of a magazine. I got a write-up in Forbes. I've been in High Times. I have written for Leafly and Dope Magazine. And I'm in the process of talking through a possible book deal. Like, nice. shit's getting real. Hell yeah. <laughs> so That's I love so it. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Like, I love to hear that. And I love how you basically, you know, took something, you know, trauma from your past in being a survivor and taking that and using that to empower not only yourself, but others. I think that's so important, especially just to think about your sexuality as something like, okay, you know, it hurts when like, I'm penetrated, you know, and you're like, how can I, but I want to enjoy sex. You didn't just like, you know, put your pussy on a shelf and like, oh, well, I guess I can never be penetrated again. No, it's like there's got to be some way to make sex enjoyable. And I think that a lot of women are at that point or have been at that point where they're just like, what can I do to enjoy sex? And you go to your doctor and like you said, the doctor shrugs. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a vagina. I'm like, you know, like, right. We don't want to buy vaginas in school. So it's just like, you know well, what is, like, is something wrong with me? Is my pussy broken? Like, <laughs> can I never get pleasure down there? So I, I think, like, what you're doing is super important. And um, I guess that leads me into my first question, which is, you know, how would you say people can use cannabis to aid or improve their sex lives? That's such a great question. So when I talk to people about sex and cannabis, I like to couch it in terms of, Cannabis can help you address the things that are getting in the way mm -hmm. of pleasure, connection, and intimacy. So things like pain, that's mm -hmm. a big one, yeah. anxiety, and yeah. shame, being yeah. stuck in your head because of all of the bullshit that we receive yeah. from the media, from television, from just people in our lives who have opinions yeah. about what our bodies should look, smell, feel, taste, mm -hmm. and act like. and that can be hard to get out of your head. And I find yeah. that cannabis can kind of free you up in that way. It also, for me and for other folks I've spoken to, is really great for getting out of your head and into your body, like increasing mm -hmm. your embodied sensations so that you feel really present. Because so many times, like over the course of my life as a trauma survivor, I dissociated from my body during sex. Mm -hmm. I was just like taking a mental vacation. My body was there doing whatever, but I couldn't feel anything and I wasn't with it. And cannabis actually helps me break out of that. That's so dope. I think that you hit on some really important things just now because I was actually um, at a little small get together last night and I was talking to some ladies and I was just like, people don't realize how awesome cannabis is because it really helps you get out of your head and just feel your body and just enjoy every sensation your body's feeling because it's so hard to silence any anxieties that you may have or just be able to just like 
stop thinking about work, stop thinking about your deadlines. Or for me as a mom, stop thinking about everything I have to do with my kids or worrying about, you know, oh my gosh, like, is my boob going to squirt milk right now because I'm breastfeeding? (laughs) Like instead I I use cannabis and I'm just like, fuck it. If milk comes out of my boobs right now, I don't care. Like I'm having sex right now. (laughs) Like it's part, it's, it's what the body does. Like you just enjoy it, Shanitria, let go. And that's what cannabis allows me to do. And I feel like especially as women, we have such a hard time of just like existing in the moment and just trusting our bodies and feeling everything deeply and passion and intensity and like just releasing yourself and surrendering kind of to that pleasure in a way. And it's so hard sometimes because you you do get insecure about your body. You're just like, oh, like at that angle, like you might see my little pudge and like at this angle, you know, and it's just like, oh, who cares? <laughs> we get so stuck in our heads about our bodies. And there is so much societal shame. Like I was actually watching a clip from The View this morning and they were talking about sex and they actually ended up talking about my friend's program, The Erotic Blueprints. And like there's Whoopi Goldberg being like, what is this? Like, she was very skeptical. Like, all of the panelists were like, why are you even talking about sex? Like, someone had said that they had went to see a sex coach like two years into their marriage and they had a lot of judgment about that. And they were like, oh, like, what are you doing wrong if two years in, like, you have to go see a sex coach? Like, we have so much bullshit in this culture. (laughs) And like, and we have this weird tendency where like, if it's not something that we would do or that like we would necessarily think would work for us, we have to put it down for some reason, Mm -hmm. like trash talk it or make it bad or wrong or weird. And I don't Mm -hmm. know why people are so fixated on like othering outside experiences to their own and like making it weird and making it uncomfortable. Like it's cool if you're uncomfortable talking about sex, you may not have had anyone to talk to you about sex in like an empowered, supportive way. That's why I talk Mm -hmm. so loudly about sex to normalize it. But like, you don't have to shit on somebody else's experience. My, you know, sex educator colleagues like to say, don't yuck my yum. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I love that. (laughs) I love that. Don't yuck my yum. Bam. How can someone use cannabis to improve their sex life? Like if you're experiencing anxiety or, you know, you have, you're a mom and you're like super, you know, your body's went through some shit. It doesn't look, it doesn't look how you still look. You got some stretch marks and cellulite. So you're not feeling cool about your body or whatever, or, you know, you can't stop thinking about these emails that your boss mm-hmm. wants you to reply to, which like shut the damn phone off. Right. Um, you, know, <laughs> but, you know, like you have like all these things going on. Like how can you can to help you just get into it with your partner and enjoy the moment. Oh my gosh. I have so much empathy for my parent friends, especially my mama friends. They mm-hmm. share with me that like they feel uncomfortable in their bodies after birth. And you know, you just had somebody taking up residence in your belly for yeah. 40 weeks. That's that's a very can feel invasive in some ways, yeah. but your body's not fully yours anymore. And then you have an infant that's dependent on you for food and care. And so they're touching you all the time. And so I've heard of moms who have like touch fatigue that they just like, they're so tired of being touched by their babies. They don't want to be touched by their partner anymore because they're just like over it. Mm-hmm. And so I always start by saying like, one, if you're a parent, like you're a rock star and whatever <laughs> your body's shape had to become to become a parent, like those are your tiger stripes. Like rock that shit. You are awesome mm-hmm. with your stretch marks, with your cellulite, with whatever. Like mm-hmm. you're a warrior and you get to feel good about your body and nothing's wrong or bad. You don't have to lose the baby weight. Like fuck that shit. <laughs> and cannabis is not a, a panacea, meaning if you are having like really deep seated stuff, if you've got trauma, go see a therapist, like work with a sex coach. Like this is something to use in cooperation with other modalities. But to your question, I like to use cannabis and look in the mirror. Like when I'm dealing with body stuff and body shame, Mm -hmm. I will strip down to nothing or a negligee if like if looking at yourself naked in the mirror feels a little bit too intense for you. But like Mm -hmm. wear something that makes you feel sexy, ideally nothing, and smoke a little bit or vape a little bit, like just a little, just enough to kind of to help you feel relaxed and and a little euphoric, but not like stoned. Right. And then put on some music and kind of dance in front of the mirror and like look into your own eyes and 
seduce yourself. Oh my gosh. I love that. Touch your skin, like run your hands over your breasts, like caress your belly and tell yourself like, I am awesome. I am enough. I am worthy. Like you don't have to jump straight to I am beautiful and hot and sexy if you don't believe it yet. Cause like it's a process. You'll get there. But like to start with just the very basic fundamental, I am a human being who deserves respect and care. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start by respecting and caring for myself because that's where it has to really stem from. And look into your eyes and see what incredible strength you have and how much power you have and appreciate that and offer gratitude for your body that gets you through the world every day. And I found that cannabis in that exercise is really helpful at like kind of helping you get past all the stories in your head about like, this is weird. I can't do this. Oh my God, uh, it's too much. How could I even say that about myself? And, you know, if you really feel like you can't do it on your own, hire me as a coach. I love working with people to love their bodies more. <laughs> yeah. So like everything you just said just now, I just closed my eyes and I was like, yes, I'm feeling, I have to do this later. Yes, yes. I'm feeling this. <laughs> a great idea. Why did I never think to do that? (laughs) I feel like it could just make the world of difference just to be able to just kind of like zone out and just really feel yourself for a second, literally feel yourself and just love on yourself. Because I always say, or as RuPaul says, you know, you can't love yourself. How the hell are you going to love somebody else? (laughs) And it's true. You know, you're not able to love on yourself and kind of big yourself up and be like the hype man in your head for yourself. Then, you know, how can you expect to get pleasure from someone else? You know, if you can't please yourself in that way. And I think that's such a great idea, even if it's not even anything sexual. It's just, you know, I guess like body worship in a way, you know. Yes. And I I think cannabis is really great for helping with that. It's so great for helping with that. And if you happen to have a partner and they're on board for being supportive in this way, you can turn this into a couple intimacy activity where you each smoke a little bit of whatever like helps get you into that relaxed euphoric headspace and look into each other's eyes and then take turns or pick one partner one night and one the other night. But like one person is the worshiping and devoted partner and one person is the object of devotion. Just like have your partner tell you how exquisite your body is, how powerful, how strong, how curvaceous, how juicy and yummy especially the areas that you're most self-conscious about. Like for me, it's my belly. I have been 132 pounds and I've been 300 pounds. And right now I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm like 190-ish. Like I don't even know. I don't own a scale. But like because I have – my body has changed so much. Like I've got skin. I've got rolls and all that kind of stuff. And so I even get into that like, oh, God, like is anybody going to be attracted to me? And then I'm like, wait – I have this awesome boyfriend that I've been with for four years and I have a slew of lovers. So like, yes, clearly people are attracted to me, but even still I need to be reminded. And so even just the other night we were laying in bed and I was like, listen, I don't know why, but my stomach shame is coming up right now. Can you just like pay some really loving attention to my belly and tell me what you love about my body? And he did, and he caressed it, and he kissed it, and he told me how incredible I am and how much he loves my skin and every part of me. And I cried, and it was awesome. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Thank you. That's so – like, you just give – I'm, like, writing all this down. Like, (laughs) bang. We have some homework to do. Yes. So those are like some really great tips. Um, I really want to know, like, what's your go to cannabis product for in the bedroom? Or let's just start with that. And then I have another question. But let's just start with that. What's your go to product? Go to product in the bedroom remains for you. Um, mm-hmm. I love for pleasure. They have a CBD one called Awaken. And I've started actually mixing the two. Like mm-hmm. I, I do a couple sprays of pleasure, a couple sprays of Awaken. So those are my favorite topicals for inhalable products, it really depends on what I'm going for. And that's Mm -hmm. why I struggle to make recommendations of like a specific strain or a specific product because it really depends. If I'm tired Mm -hmm. and I need a pick-me-up, 
then I might reach for something that's going to be a little bit more buzzy and alert. I just got a really cool vape pen from a company called Sonder, and they have a very up um, – they label it as a sativa, but what we've actually learned in the cannabis industry is that sativa and indica don't have any real relation to effects. Like everything's a hybrid mm-hmm. and everybody experiences mm-hmm. it differently. And so if you've ever had mm-hmm. like – a supposed indica that like knocks you on into next week and you're super buzzy and anxious, like that happens because that's mm-hmm. the way it is. So I generally talk about like buzzy versus sleepy or relaxed mm-hmm. and uh, rather than like going with sativa indica or specific strain names. But the Sonder mm-hmm. one is on the buzzier side and I like that for up and engaged. And then Foria also has just a CBD vape pen that I really love when I'm stressed If I've had a rough day and my inbox is overflowing and like I just can't seem to get present, I take a couple hits of that and it's really relaxing. It tastes like a thin mint. It has like cacao and peppermint and all sorts of good stuff. And, And you can ship it to all 50 states, which is nice for our listeners that don't live in California. Right. And so those are two, like a couple of my go tos. But honestly, my favorite thing for date night is a bath bomb. Yes. I I knew I just felt like you were gonna say I was like please let her say bath I'm bomb because I'm so into bath bombs. <laughs> and like for my birthday this year, we had the opportunity to use this incredibly beautiful home in Malibu that my friend's parents own. And it had nice. a huge jacuzzi tub. And I got a three hundred milligram THC bath bomb. And the cool thing about bath bombs is they don't get you high, even with 300 milligrams. Like it's just relaxing. And so my boyfriend drew me a bath, tossed in a bath bomb, brought me Mm. a joint and was like Mm. washing me, but also like giving me massages. Like he massaged my hands. He gave me a foot rub like while I was sitting in the bathtub. Oh my God. And then we went downstairs and he gave me a back massage and then we had sex. So I'm not guaranteeing that your trajectory will look like that if you do all those things, (laughs) but I can't say that it won't. (laughs) And you're going to feel so loose and relaxed. You're just like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Let's just keep on going. Let's keep this momentum going. (laughs) I think that like... Just relaxation from what it sounds like it's kind of key to being able to achieve any kind of sexual, you know, pleasure or just be able to enjoy the moment. Um, From what I'm getting from what you're saying, correct me if I'm wrong. You're absolutely (laughs) right. I tell everyone, slow down. Mm -hmm. Nothing is ever spoiled by going slowly and you would be so shocked at how much more sensation you feel when you just slow everything down instead of like rush, rush, rush. Like, okay, we're kissing. Okay, I'm taking my pants off. Okay, like quick blow me really fast and then I'm going to stick it in you and then I'm going to come and then we're going to be done. Like, and I get it. If you're on a time crunch and like you got little ones, but you know, for my parents out there, go talk to your friends who are parents and like trade off for date nights. Yeah. It takes a village, you know, like rely on each other. And I think it's okay to say, hey, can you watch the kids tonight? We really need to have like some sexy connection time. Like make that normal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then once you have that time, take it and really just slow it down. Don't have an agenda. Don't like race to orgasm. Don't make that even the goal. Just feel as much pleasure and connection as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it doesn't even end in orgasm. Like, I mean, it's great if it does. (laughs) But sometimes it's just about feeling that closeness and just being touched in a caring and loving way. Because how often are we really touched every day? Like, not that much. Like, you need, just from having a baby, I've learned that, like, babies need touch, right? Babies crave touch. They actually, like, it's most babies who, you know, maybe don't make it. Or even, like, uh, NICU babies who Mm -hmm. were born prematurely, they encourage you to touch the baby because it helps them. And so there's something to be said about having that human touch mm-hmm. and being in a loving and caring and caressing way. And I feel like as we become adults, we kind of get away from that. And, you know, we're all about the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> but it's just like you said, take a second and and really relax and just enjoy and touch and feel and explore and lick and kiss and, <laughs> you know, all do all those things. things. <laughs> yeah, it's very important. So I guess from there, I really want to know, like, you know, somebody's incorporating cannabis into their sex life for the first time. 
Like what tips would you give them? What pointers? Great question. So a couple of things. One, if it's your first time, if you're new to cannabis, choose a method that's non-intoxicating. Use a topical, Mm. do a bath, do something like that that's a little bit less scary or like do a hemp CBD where like there's just no chance of you getting high because Mm. that'll start to get you acclimated to the changes in your body without trying to track them while being high at the same time. So that's like step one. Step two is don't do edibles and sex. (laughs) Say that again. (laughs) Don't do edibles and sex. Unless you are like a super duper pro, you do like you light joints off your joints and like smoke two at a time. (laughs) Like I'm not kidding you. I've seen so many people with horror stories of edibles and especially for parents. Like you don't have two hours to wait for it to kick in and then seven hours to be high. Like that's (laughs) a really big time commitment. Yeah. So just like I I have edibles. Yeah, me and edibles, we have a love-hate relationship. Like I've I've found like a couple that actually really different ones that work for me, but for the most part, I just kind of avoid it. And then also I'm just my personality just isn't built for like a bad high. Like if I take an edible and there's just the only way to really come down is to kind of if you have CBD in your home, right? Definitely ingest some CBD as quickly <laughs> as you can to come down. But I, me and edibles, we just don't mix. And I've tried because everybody's so into them. And I'm just like, I, and you just can't be like everybody else sometimes. You, know? <laughs> you just have to be yourself. Yeah, you got to be yourself. And then the last piece is actually the most important piece, which is have a conversation. We have this weird habit in our society that we think that if you have to talk about it, it makes it weird and awkward and bad. And so just don't talk about it. Just go for it. And no no, 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 (laughs) have (laughs) conversations. Say to your partner, hey, I heard a podcast and they were talking about sex and cannabis and I think I might want to try it. Like, would you be interested? Can we schedule a date night to do that? Can we try it out on our own first and like figure out which ones are going to work best for us and then come back together? And let's talk about this is what I need if I happen to overconsume. If I'm looking or sounding or feeling like this, It means I'm Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and I'm in like a rough spot and I need you to help me by bringing me water, stopping whatever you're doing, giving me a hug, like whatever, like have all of those conversations and then talk about what you want to co-create together. What are we in the mood for tonight? Do we want to have penetrative sex? Do we want to have just hand sex and like exchange hand massages on Mm. on genitals? Do we want to just do nipple play? Do we want to do dirty talk and role play? Like what's on the menu for the evening? And like if you talk about all that up front and I get that it's a little bit daunting to have that conversation. It's uncomfortable sometimes. But it's like riding a bike. The more you do it, the easier it becomes and you start to build that muscle memory. And like, I'll tell you what, having sex like I'm ordering a pizza is really, really fulfilling for me that (laughs) I can have my boyfriend come over and be like, okay, so here's what I want to do tonight. Boom, 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 boom. And he'll be like, okay, well, what I want to do is boom, boom, boom. And we look at where we're overlapping and then we, mm-hmm. we pick like one of his things and one of my things. And we're like, all right, now we know what we're up to tonight. Yes. Order the fucking pizza, people. <laughs> Order. <laughs> Order the pizza. That's what I took away from this. <laughs> Excellent. I love that. I'm like getting so many gems and tips. And like, I'm about to like, when this episode is over, like play it back to my boyfriend and be like, okay, now this part, pay attention. <laughs> That is the best compliment. And honestly, my boyfriend and I do that. We listen to podcasts together in the car and like we'll pause it and talk about it and then keep playing and then pause it and talk about something else. And like it's been so good for our communication, for getting clarity, for having like these aha moments. And so I am honored to think that I will be contributing to a podcast where people will be doing that. Yes, for sure. I mean, I can't see why not. You're dropping major gems. Major, major gems. Okay, so the next thing I want to ask you is what question do you get asked the most in regards to like using cannabis and sex when it comes to women? Like, what do women want to know the most from you? Women tend to want to know one of two things. Everybody wants to know the best strain for sex because mm-hmm. we all want a magic pill. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's not that simple. Women often tell me that they want to know how to get turned on. 
Um, when they're not feeling that desire as much. And (laughs) interestingly, the answer to both of those things is it's complicated because cannabis, I don't care what cannabis strain you have. And I've seen like strains and products that are specifically for sex and for arousal. And like, listen, it's not like Viagra, you know, (laughs) it's not like we just need to pop a boner and then we're ready to roll. Like desire and arousal happen in the brain. And so true. if I can, you know, get nerdy on you for a second, there are two systems in your brain. They have official names like the sexual excitation system and the sexual inhibition system, but it's easier to conceptualize them as the gas and the brakes. And so getting turned on is a process of taking pressure off the brake and then hitting the gas. If you try to just floor the gas when the brakes are still on, you're not going to go anywhere. You're just going to spin your wheels. And so the things that keep the brake held down are being tired, being stressed out, being hungry, not feeling completely comfortable in your surroundings. Like maybe there's laundry on the floor or you're tripping over kids' toys or maybe you don't feel entirely emotionally safe with your partner because you just had a big fight. Any Mm. of those things can contribute to having the brakes on. and so. Cannabis can help address the things that are slamming on the brakes. The cannabis can help reduce the anxiety. It can help to calm you down and to feel more centered and grounded and receptive to sexy fun time overtures. And then mm-hmm. hitting the gas, like when you're using something like a topical, THC is a vasodilator. So you're going to bring more blood flow to the area and that's going to make it more sensitive and feel more swollen and more juicy. And so like that helps with hitting the gas a little bit more and also just like helping you feel sexy and hot and like a badass because you are. Yes. So that's (laughs) really where cannabis helps. It's not that the cannabis in and of itself is like, quote unquote, turning you on. Like that's not how that works. If I was just sitting here and like, not doing anything, like not touching myself, and I smoked like a, a sex strain or whatever, it's not like I would immediately start humping the furniture. Like that's not how that works. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Your brain needs context. That actually makes a lot of sense. And so, okay, full disclosure, there's this strain called Wedding Cake. Mm-hmm. And someone sent me a message and they were like, if you're looking for sexy time, Wedding Cake will totally help you get there. And I was like, okay, I, I saw some Wedding Cake. I bought the Wedding Cake, okay? Mm-hmm. And me and my boyfriend smoked it. I did not tell him like what effects he it may have on him. And we were like in a really chill state. The kids were sleeping. You know, we had like the TV on, but we weren't really watching it. We were just on the couch, just like chilling, you know, like really just unwinding. And then I started like, you know, caressing his leg. And I'm like, I wonder if it's gonna, (laughs) if it's gonna work. And maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. Maybe he was just in the mood. And that kind of just kind of helped him relax a little bit more, you know. But we ended up having sex. Long story short. That's awesome. And it was great. It was great. And I told him, I was like, what did you think of that strain? And he was like, oh, it was like really great. I felt so relaxed. And like, I was like, yes. I was like, that strain is supposed to be good for arousal and helping you have sex. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? But like, on just to say like, oh, I only smoke that strain. I want to have sex. It's crazy because I'll smoke it when I'm just chilling by myself on the couch. And like you said, I'm not like humping the couch or anything right. after I smoke it. But. It's definitely, you know, something that helps get you into the mood. Um, If you want to be in that place or you're trying to get to that place to be in the mood, it helps you. It facilitates that a little bit. But it's not going to just not some magic potion where like you smoke it and all of a sudden you're like ready, like ready to go like three, four, five, seven rounds. Like no, (laughs) intention matters. And intention is like a compass. It points you in the direction that you need to be going. And so that's where cannabis can kind of, oh, is that the direction we're going? Cool. Like when I smoke, um, I really like Gorilla Glue before bed. It helps me like just knock out. And I know that that's the one that I reach for when I'm going to sleep. So is some of it a conditioned response? Is it, you know, a little bit of the placebo effect? Because like, this is always what I smoke before I go to sleep. Or Mm -hmm. is it actually like making a big difference? Eh, Who can say? Until you hook me up to a functional MRI machine, like it's really tough to tell. But intention and context do make a difference. And so if I were going to be consuming a different product or strain, then 
I wanted, if I'm wanting to use it for sexy fun times, I would want it to be in the space of like, okay, I want this to make my body feel more relaxed. I want this to enliven my creativity. So I'm like a dirty talking genius. Yes. You know, like really set your intention and have a sense of where you're going for. And like cannabis is pretty directable. Mm-hmm. It really is. It. I just, I fucking love <laughs> cannabis and sex. Like you, like as someone who's always in her head and just always thinking about every fucking thing, like things that don't even make any fucking sense, <laughs> like during sex. And like before I started like smoking weed before sex, like I say weed is part of my foreplay. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just like, okay, like we're about to light this joint and then I'm going to get naked. And you're going to take off your clothes and we're going to proceed into foreplay and then we're going to fuck and I'm going to talk really nasty to you and I'm not going to feel bad about it (laughs) because I'm stoned and that's the vibe that I want to be in right now. And I feel like if I wasn't using cannabis, I probably wouldn't feel as confident or like I wouldn't feel like a bad bitch that could say, you know, whatever dirty ass shit mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying during sex. But cannabis helps me get there and gives me kind of like it puts it's like putting on like a superhero cape. I like to describe I it. I love you know? that idea. And really, as much as you can create that ritual around cannabis, like, OK, like I'm going to pack the bowl. Like we're both going to like kind of set an intention, be with each other, take a hit. Maybe we like shotgun the hit. And making that a regular part of the foreplay experience, like that's Mm -hmm. a really cool way to do it. And I think the more that we can bring intention, sacredness, ritual, and like really honoring each other and ourselves into sex, that's going to be a good thing for everybody. I 100,000% agree. I could literally talk to you all day (laughs) about this because I feel like we're on the same wave and I'm like, yes. Like, and then you're also giving me like so many ideas. I'm just like, oh yeah, bath bombs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Massage. Yeah. Like you're just giving me so many ideas. Um, and I'm just like, like, how do I not know all this stuff? (laughs) I mean, listen, if you've been eating peanut butter and jellies your whole life and then you go into a five-star restaurant and you're like, how the fuck do they even do that? It's like, well, (laughs) I've been studying different things than you have your whole life. Like, it's cool. That's why I love sex coaching so much because sometimes it really just takes someone to give you the inspiration and to help you remember that you know this stuff yourself or like it's maybe occurred to you in passing, but you never put weight to it. Like, you know all of this. You are fucking awesome exactly the way you are. My job as a coach Mm -hmm. is to remind you and to give you permission to be your full awesome self and maybe like point a couple things out that might be helpful along the way. You know, we just did this for 40 some odd minutes. Imagine working with me an hour a week for six weeks. Now, like think oh, about wow. how it's going to change your life completely. <laughs> <laughs> My pussy game would be stepped all the way up. <laughs> so to be a little blunt. <laughs> I want your pussy to have swagger. Um, Yes, my pussy will be all swagged out. (laughs) So I guess if anyone wants to like reach you or they want you as a coach, like how can they get in touch with you? What are you doing next? Like what's going on? I'm so glad you asked. So I would love (laughs) to work with you. Um, I do coaching via Skype so you can be anywhere in the world and still work with me. I'm, of course, on the West Coast, so we got to do it on Pacific time. But I can work with you. And I'm so excited to talk to anyone who's interested. Email me, ashley at ashleymanta.com. Visit my website, canasexual.com and sign up for my email list. That's the best place. Like I love people following me on social media and Instagram especially is like my hub for social media. But because of the nature of my work, sex, cannabis, all that, I know I live in constant fear that my Instagram is going to get deleted, like with no recourse. So sign up for my email list. That is where I will send out all the exciting things I'm up to. I'm teaching a couple classes in LA coming up. Um, I'm about to roll out an online course. And I've got a couple actually online courses coming out. One is going to be on hand sex. So hand jobs and pussy massage. One is going to be on yeah. dirty talk and phone sex. And then my sort of oh my magnum opus will be a sex and cannabis online course because 
there's so much more that we didn't even get into. And like, I wanted to do a very robust course and bring in other experts in the field. Um, I have a friend who is a Harvard MD who is a sex and cannabis expert. I have a couple of friends who are also educators, one who's a chemist and helped develop infused lubes. And like, I'm going to bring in all of their wisdom in. And I'm so excited about that. Yeah, that's all my exciting things. Also, I have to take two seconds and thank the companies that sponsor me that allow me to do this work and support myself and live in a beautiful apartment by the beach. And they are (laughs) Sibian, which is a rideable sex machine. Um, And if you've never heard of one or seen one, come talk to me because that'll change your life. And then of course, Foria and my favorite lube company in the world, like actual lube. People call Foria weed lube, but it's not, you don't use that to reduce friction. It's like a marinade. Actual Mm. lube. My favorite company is a company called Sliquid and it's all vegan, gluten-free, not tested on animals, free of irritating chemicals. And they have water-based, hybrid, silicone, all sorts of options. And like I never have sex without lube, ever, ever, ever. I never give a hand job without lube. I never get a pussy massage without lube. Lube forever. And I'm 33 years old, so it's not just like for people post-menopause. Yeah, and I think there's so much stigma to that where people are just like, well, I'm not old. I don't need lube. And it's like, no, like, like, are you really about to give like your man a dry hand job? Are you about to spit on his dick? Like, what are you doing? Look, spit works in a pinch, but spit is not lube. Like that is that's never going to work out as well for you as you want it to. <laughs> okay, so I just got my mind blown because that. So okay, really quickly, see, I, I thought we were going to end, and now I have a question. <laughs> that's cool. Okay, so so would you use Foria with the other lube that you mentioned, like together? Yes. So here's how I would do. It. Here, here's how I actually do it. I spray on the Foria 25 minutes before sexy fun time begins for me. Like mm-hmm. before you're going to touch my pussy, you got to wait 25 minutes after I apply this. So usually I'll put it on and then I will lay my boyfriend back and give him a killer hand job. And I'll get him all lubed up, like all over his cock, behind his balls, like all over like a slip and slide. And mm-hmm. once, you know, it's been 20, 25 minutes because I like to give lengthy hand jobs pun intended and (laughs) and then i will apply some of that same lube to my pussy jump on top and off we go so yes absolutely use the foria first and then the sliquid you know i like silicone lube that's my favorite because it's long lasting and we like to have sex for a really long time yes oh my gosh i'm learning things okay (laughs) i love it okay so definitely have to have you back on the podcast because i feel like there's so much stuff that we didn't even jump into or cover and you have all the knowledge (laughs) i have a good percentage of knowledge (laughs) you have more than the average jane and joe trust me Yeah, and and we need we need people like you, like because uh, you know sometimes it's just so hard to talk about sex, and then when you talk about sex, it's like, well, how are we talking about sex? Like, are we talking about it in a way that will help me really be fulfilled and enjoy my sex life, or are we just talking about it in vain? You know, so I really love that you are you know putting emphasis on ritual and sacredness of it all because I think that's really important, and that's how you can kind of form that connection you know, with your partner, at least in the moment, you know, you don't have to marry them, but <laughs> at least feel some sort of connection for however long you're yes, together. Exactly. Um, so thank you so much for coming on Blonde Boy Mama podcast. And oh, I wanted to ask you really quickly, because you brought up your email list. How would someone sign up? If on you it? go sign to canisexual.com, you'll have a pop up and it actually has my free strain tracking template. And you just put in your email and that bumps you right onto my email list and you get a free PDF download so you can write down, I used this strain. I smoked this much. This is what it smelled like. This is how my body feels. This is how long it took to take effect. And like, you can actually start to develop a body of data that's specific to you. Nice. 
Awesome. Okay. See, look at you (laughs) really giving the folks what they need. So, I mean, thank you so much for speaking with me. And I know that this was a lot longer conversation than I, (laughs) than I, than I initially (laughs) said it would be, but I think that like, this is going to be such a resource for ladies and gentlemen, moms and dads out there who are really just trying to reclaim their sexy time and have a good time and incorporate cannabis which why aren't you doing it already? Just do it. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Thank you. So that's all I got for y'all on this episode of Blunt Boy Mama podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. I learned so much shit, y'all. Some good ass shit that I definitely have to put into effect in the bedroom. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I hope you guys are taking notes. And if not, definitely run this episode back. Put a bookmark on a star, an asterisk, the check mark, whatever you got to do. <laughs> because I definitely learned some things. Okay. I, and I definitely want to have Ashley back on the podcast because. There was so many other questions that I got when she was answering and talking about some stuff. And then I was like, oh, shit, I didn't get to ask her that. And yeah, she's amazing. So definitely going to have her back. If you guys have any questions or anything, definitely feel free to, you know, always send those to me. Um, if you want Ashley back on the show, definitely let me know that as well. Uh, but you know, as always, if you have any messages that you want to send shout outs, if you have any questions or concerns or anything that you just want to say to Blunt Blowing Mama, feel free to send it to me in an email. Bluntblowingmama at gmail.com is the best way to get at me. And if you want more Blunt Blowing Mama, definitely follow Blunt Blowing Mama on Instagram. On Twitter, like Blunt Boy Mama on Facebook. And, you know, also definitely share this podcast with a friend if you think they'll enjoy it. Share this episode if you think that they need to hear this episode, which I think anybody who fucks should hear this episode. <laughs> and, you know, as always, sharing is caring. I'm high. <laughs> One more thing. Um, leave reviews. Those are nice. I like those and they help the podcast so that it can grow and be found by other people and women, especially moms who need to know that they're not alone and that there are a whole bunch of us out there. We're canna moms. We're moms who use cannabis and we're dope as fuck. And you're not alone and you're not a bad mom. We're fucking awesome. You the best. Ma, <laughs> I was like, my really horrible DJ Khaled, New York impression. Oh, I'm going to get laughed at so badly for that attempt by my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm always trying to mock his New York accent. I'm horrible at it. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys this episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>